praise God. Uh, let us testify and give glory to God. Who would like to go first and give glory to God? Vivek, I'll do first. Yeah, yeah. God bless you. Go ahead. Yes. Um, I have asked prayer from you, especially for our financial difficulty. And uh, I have collectibles from big supermarkets. And because, uh, but because our um, company account has been closed, it's difficult. But I keep on, on seeing the vision that they're going to release and uh, ask for notary letter from the court. Last Friday, I was able to make uh, one, one of the three big supermarkets, and they're going to release the money uh, by, God, by God's grace on Monday or Tuesday next week. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Keep speaking. Keep speaking. Don't stop. Keep speaking. All will release. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, I am. Praise God. Thank you, Vivian. Yes, words. We'd like to testify. Thank Brother you, Vivek. Yeah, Valerie. Yeah. Um, I want to thank and praise God for um, all his faithfulness. And I've realized that as I'm uh, learning the word and if I'm getting to know of a new scripture, invariably I am getting an explanation uh, of that particular scripture from a teaching, etc. And I'm seeing that quite a lot. So I want to thank and praise God for that. Um, I also realized that uh, I had an uh, excessive hair fall issue some years ago. And what I've realized in the last few months that has just stopped uh, the excessive hair fall. So sometimes I realize that when we are focusing on our issues, we don't realize of the blessings that, you know, God has uh, made happen. So I... Uh, I, I really want to uh, thank and praise God for that because uh, I've not I've stopped my medication years ago for that. And I'm so uh, happy and blessed that he has healed me of that issue. And besides that, uh, I, uh, I want to thank and praise God for the gift of you because you have uh, ministered to me over the years, uh, even when I, especially in situations where they were very tough. I know it is, uh, I have to thank the Holy Spirit and God, but at the same time, I want to thank you for taking the time out to uh, minister to me. And uh, besides that, I want to thank and praise God for everyone who is helping me in this journey to come closer to the Lord. Keep speaking, Valerie. Speak your victory. Continuously see the vision of your victory and continuously speak it out from your mouth. Let yes. your mouth not be quiet. And yes. thank you for testifying because remember, God will stand with you. When you yeah. have your day of trouble, he will be with you. Remember my words. Yes, amen. Uh, just want to add something over here. Actually, it is my prayer partner, Sister Jane, who encourages me to testify every week. Uh, so I'm not able to stay back at the teachings because of the time, uh, but I do listen to them later. But it is, uh, I, I have to give um, her credit. Of course, it's the Lord's glory only. But she's the, Sister Jane is the one who keeps telling me that I need to testify every week. So I just want to thank and praise God for you uh, suggesting that she be my prayer partner. Amen. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Praise the Lord, a... brother. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, sister. Thank yeah. you. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, I want to thank all my prayer partners, especially uh, Brother Savio. Uh, I was feeling very uneasy the other day, and I wanted to know whom I can pray with. And uh, I, I, I saw Brother Savio's name, and I just, uh, you know, gave him a call, and he prayed with me. And I thank the Lord for all the intercessors. And I also thank the Holy Spirit, Lord, for when we don't know what to pray, he intercedes through us with groans which we cannot understand. We thank you and praise you, Abba Father and Lord Jesus, for the thank finished you, work on thank the cross. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. This is the beautiful part of our prayer group because it's a, it is a small prayer group and a small family. You can choose a praying partner. And if you don't have one, put your hand up. Somebody will definitely want to pray with you. I tell you, there'll be mighty, your, your prayer life will change. Uh, there'll be wonderful things. So choose a prayer partner, ask someone, someone who would love to pray with you. Thank you. Who else would like to glorify and give glory to you? All praise and glory uh -huh. to our Lord Jesus, brother. Yes, please. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for all your blessings over this group and all the powerful teachings and the wonderful miracles. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And I have two short sharings, brother. And thank you, brother, as well as to Brother Russell and Brother Savi and Sister Shanine for teaching specifically on our guardian angels and how to invoke their help. And my sharing is on how I've been trying for a while to obtain an order that I had paid for and I was unable to do so as the account was linked to my child, which had caused confusion. And so this week before I called the office, I asked my guardian angel to facilitate and resolve this order in the name of Jesus and for his glory alone. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. My guardian angel brought about a destiny helper who in two minutes resolved the issue and sent me the order that I'd been waiting for. So thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. And also early one morning this week, I was driving on a quiet stretch of the road when suddenly up ahead, I spotted a waddling of ducks getting closer to the edge of the road. And even though I was only at 50 kilometers an hour, all I could safely do was to then swerve out of their way. And thank you, Jesus. Thank you to my guardian angel that after I then stopped, I saw them crossing the road safely onto the embankment. So thank you, holy angels. Thank you, Jesus, our guardian angels, and for all our destiny helpers. And thank you. Thank you, brother. Thank you, God. God bless you. God bless you all, brothers and sisters. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Um, yes, I want true. to give uh, uh, two testimonies. Um, uh, just a second, brother. Okay. Um, yeah, firstly, I want to express my sincere gratitude to God for his continuous reminders that he is always watching over us. And he has a divine plan for our lives, for everybody, even though we do not fully realize it. So last week, um, in the midst of all the trials that we faced, uh, God's grace has poured out abundantly. It was an incredibly challenging time for us at home with sleepless nights, multiple hospital visits, but God consistently showed us 
a way through in every situation so lad had had pain in his right side of the uh, face near the neck for the last uh, one month we visited multiple doctors everybody tried different things neurologists sent us back to ent ent sent us back to neurologists we went to pulmonologists and finally the day before yesterday when we met the pulmonologist pulmonologist for a regular checkup he suggested that we meet a pain specialist we met a pain specialist yesterday and within 5 minutes the pain specialist diagnosed the root cause and uh, he did a test procedure and then he confirmed what the root cause was and he's going to plan that procedure for my dad next week and then dad will be completely out of that pain uh, so all glory and thanks to god for showing us the right um, doctor you know finally after, but all this while we were just very patient we were enduring this and you know focus only on god that we know at the um, end of this morning period there is joy that will come and we were steadfast in our faith and god finally uh, showed us this doctor who was going to uh, perform that procedure that's when and then uh, for for that pain in the middle of the week i gave a strong painkiller which didn't go well with him and he was continuously vomiting restless tired we had to end up in the emergency but my god's grace we came back home uh, that same night and he was all good he slept well so again there's countless uh, times a number of times that god has shown us must mercy and then in the middle of the week again that had severe uh, mucus build up in the throat he was finding it difficult to breathe but again um, we went to the emergency and everything went well we came back home so it's just god's grace so i have been continuously telling lord your grace is sufficient your grace is sufficient lord and that's what he keeps doing all the time so showers us with his grace that i'm so thankful for and um, my heart is my heart is filled with so much joy right now as i uh, testify this and i'm sure next week will be even bigger i'll come back with even bigger testimonies because i know our god is there with us he's there in every step he's gone ahead of us and set our path straight so thank you brother vivek i had asked you to um, believe with me in prayer thank you so much for standing uh, by me and being my spiritual guide and thanks for all the intercessors and all the prayer warriors uh, who prayed for my dad when i put the prayer request in the group uh, last week praise the lord thank all you glory thank and honor amen thank you jesus praise you jesus what a wonderful god we serve amen should i go next Yes, Les. We are waiting for your testimony. Good evening, everyone. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for this gift of life and all the blessings, both great and small, that you have bestowed on each one of us. Um, we get this opportunity to glorify you today, and we won't let go of this opportunity, no matter how, because no matter how much we glorify you, it is never going to be enough. last week brother vivek you gave us homework uh, like a diligent student of course i had to go and read isaiah 53 and what an eye opener no matter how many times i read it i can never comprehend the love of god i'll never be able to comprehend it because i think of how sinful i am in the in the presence of that love and it just amazes me that a god who is so great who is so powerful who is the creator of this universe should stoop down to me and lift me up every single time i fail 
and it's it's just like there are no words to there are absolutely no words to describe it and i i was delaying saying this testimony because i didn't want to become teary i didn't want to but it it is it is what it is and um i'm just so thankful that i had the opportunity to do that um i also reflected I, and this brought me this reflection then russell preached about this this morning that god loved us before you know when we were sinners even when we were sinners god god showed his love for us and it took me deeper the 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 reflection took me deeper into savio's I, i went all over the place i was like traveling you know and it took me into savio and i have a lot but i'll take the whole time you you won't have time to preach brother vivek if i start so i'm just going to talk about one part of my reflection and that was the beatitudes which said a blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness and i know that when i'm hungry i go and rummage my fridge my pantry and i search like like i'm i'm like this bear with a sore head you know looking for things to eat and i asked myself you know with this love of god do i do the same thing for him and clearly the answer was no and you know it was it it was a no and i sat there and i said oh my god you know how how ungrateful i can be and i said like what what do i do, what do i do now because i and i thank this group because i think i think my life there's definitely been a slow and steady change from where i was to where i am now uh do i have a long way to go of course i do and um we in the past i would sit like with social media the social media feeds feeds new news feeds and they are called feeds for a reason right because they feed you with all the nonsense that ultimately you're so full that you don't have time for god and his teachings and his word right. and his reflections and what he's trying to talk to you about and i thank the and i thank the lord that i have moved away to the point that today i don't even know what's happening around me sometimes i get to i got to know that there was some earthquake in morocco through the rosary i didn't even know it had happened because i don't know that things are going on around me because i don't not have the time for it anymore and i wish that i could uh i pray to god every day that you know, we talk about we we talk we talk about the, the the distinction between religion and relationship and what i want from god and i pray every day is that that relationship the religion is totally because only very recently i did, like i read my my um i have this app and i you know and it was all i was so legalistic about it and uh i said oh every day i'm reading you know i'm reading the word and i'm reading the word and all it took was i attended a retreat on saturday all it because i was so busy with the retreat all it took was for me not to read not to go into that app and i lost my streak and by god the devil brought on condemnation like no like nobody else oh you missed a day you missed a day you missed a day but this is what it is and i thought to myself i need to move away from this legalistic way of uh, doing things and build a relationship with god where i don't feel any condemnation where i feel like you were talking a little while ago with uh, brother vivek when you started the 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 session after during the prayer and worship you said talk to god like he's your friend and that's in that's what my my journey is going to be going forward and i thank this group 
that has helped me, you know, the, with, the, with the morning encounters, the Bibles, the teachings, I go back and I look at some, some suddenly something will, will strike me and I'll go back and I'll refer to it, take snippets of it, write it down. I've got like, I don't know, 15, 20 books on all that I've written so far. Anyone can come to my house and have a look. But it's all the, it's all the conversations I've had with God. And I, and I pray that my journey is on building this relationship with a God that loves me so much is going to be magnificent. And I thank this group for that. And God bless everyone. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Les, for that wonderful testimony from your heart. God bless you and your ministry. Save some more souls for Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, who else would like to testify? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. May I? Yes, yes, it's okay. Thank you, Jesus, for this time for me to give a testimony. I am thank you for the breath and thank you for this group. And what I wanted to say today is um, how there's more Jesus in me and let me die, let, how I let Jesus, let me die and let Jesus live in me and which helps me to have the wisdom uh, to say the things to others and cope with everything that I go with and um, and um, building God's um, kingdom around our territory among friends and um, everywhere I go and uh, even sending a text or even speaking to somebody on the phone or even sending an email, um, how God gives wisdom and the agape love that, that, uh, that Jesus, more Jesus in me helps me. So I wanted to thank the time that I have now to go in depth, to prepare myself. And I wanted to thank the group um, that each one of you have the, 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 the talent and how you are utilizing to the max and uh, unique talents from the music ministry to editing ministry. Uh, from uh, all the prayer group and then to be comfortable, to feel like they are my brothers, they are my sisters and knowing that, um, that each testimony go is going to manifest in somebody's life to, to give the hope that they didn't have. I praise you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, sister. Thank you so much. God bless you. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, who else would like to share their testimony? Give glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Can I, Brother Vivek? Yes, of course, please. All praise and thanks to the Holy Trinity. Uh, happened about uh, I don't come on the group much because I'm not able to join because my work
and neither the rosary. But I'm in touch because my sisters both are very close to you. That is Rashmi Duli and Veera Prithu. They are my destiny helpers and my prayer warriors. Uh, about 15 days back, I when I went to school in the morning, I'm a teacher. Uh, say uh, uh, after a couple of hours, I went to the washroom, and when I came back, I realized I lost my earring, and it was a new one which I just made in the month of July, and it was a very expensive one. And as I came down, I realized I do not have it. I came to my classroom, and I went to just check, and I just, I don't know. I just happened to touch my ear, and I found the right earring was had. Had fallen off. I went running up the staircase because as I visited the classrooms on the first floor, I went to the washroom where I had gone, but I didn't find it. I immediately called uh, Rashmi, and I first informed her that I just lost, and it's very expensive. It was just it was very heavy one. So she said, "Don't worry, I'll put it up on the sisters group and we'll pray, and you will definitely find it." Mm-hmm. And all my students, my teachers, my staff, entire the non-teaching staff, the cleaners, helpers, everyone went around searching the because they were they're so close to me and they're so loving to me that they even emptied all the dustbins, even checked everything. The reason was too shocking for me, and at last we. It like I said, I spoke to a parent who had come to drop her child into the, in the nursery, and uh, she asked me, "The nursery is not yet open." And I said, "No, it'll open at nine in the morning, so it's about five minutes away. You'll have to wait. The teachers will come in." And I only remember that I spoke to her last, and I came down, and it was this parent who found it, and she told me, "Uh, I, uh, my younger daughter was in the nursery. She picked up something, and she said." Uh, it's a year. It's something. I said. Uh, she said. I told her no. Uh, throw it away. It's not ours. So she threw it away. So uh, all my teachers and the children started asking the little girl, "Where did you throw it?" She said, "I threw it here. I threw it there." They went taking around everywhere. We didn't find it anyway. Uh, then uh, we had another child uh, in the same school who stud- studies in the other medium, in the Marathi medium on top, on the second floor. Uh, we my teachers went up there. there the, the the staff and the head teacher told her that uh, no no you should not be coming up to check on our students because you you are trying to show that our students are guilty so she came down but after this message went up uh, the marathi in charge and the class teacher of that other child who is grown up in the 8th grade she uh, they sent her uh, they just sent all the students out and they first picked up her bag to check her bag and she they found the bag but they didn't tell the child they called the students back again from physical education saying that you can come back and sit in the class they called me on top they said come up come up on top you need to come so i said no i'm not coming i'm very upset they said no no you should come so i went up and they showed it to me and all praise and glory to the holy trinity i can't even i cannot even imagine the thing which had no hope just because rashmi Said no, you will get it. And my sisters, both of them, Fira Prato and she, and my other sister, they made a prayer agreement. I and my sister said, "Do read this prayer agreement." And as they came down, I made the prayer agreement twice, and I read it the third time because every time I felt I was not reading it well, maybe because my mind is disturbed on hearing. And the third time I read it, and I got a call from the headmistress on the second floor saying that please come up, you need to just come up. So I thought maybe she's calling me. Sorry, 
So all praise and glory to the Father. Jesus, thank you, Holy Trinity. Love you, Holy Trinity. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for that testimony. Thank you, Lord. Anyone else would like to testify? Hello, brother. Uh, I'd like Hello. to praise and thank the Lord for the weeks that have gone past by. And I was not able to give any testimony, but I'd like to thank the Lord for keeping me joined to this Brisbane group. That is my real big fa praying family. And we can see everyday answers, answered prayers being heard. And uh, I'd like to thank the Lord for the gift of 50 years that I completed last week. And uh, my daughter had come down from Perth and we had a celebration last week and everything went on very well. And today we were on our way dropping her to the airport and uh, we were running late and we thought she would miss the flight. And, uh, but somehow she also was calm and I, nothing disturbed me because I was praying in tongues. Uh, and thanks for the, all the morning encounters that they are teaching us all different ways of praying. And uh, we thought we would drop at the drop-off zone. Uh, but there was a big queue and uh, my husband said, I don't think we'll make it. So he went into the parking lot and somehow we just went through and we both walked and she said, uh, mom, uh, I, I don't think uh, I will able to take this uh, bag. Uh, I might just have to, you know, check in quickly. And I said, no, baby, don't worry. You're able to take the, we'll just check in this bag because like, uh, you know, as a mother, I always pack food and send with her. And I didn't want her to go without that bag. So, and I just said, no, baby, it's going to, you, you'll make it. And we quickly walked and it was just four minutes. And when she went to the car, they told her that we just made it on time. Praise and thank the Lord for that. And even after she boarded the flight, she said, oh, mom, I got the Wi-Fi. And, you know, she showed us all the seats are empty because she planned to, you know, study on the flight because she's going back and she has an exam. Uh, so praise and thank the Lord for this. And not only that, uh, like both my children, my son will be 18 and she's 21. I know they don't say the word but you know whenever I send them a word uh, they will read it and they thank me and my daughter always says mom you know whatever I manifest it comes true whether it is going to get a parking or anything and I said yes because there is you know power in your tongue and I said don't forget you have to always give praise and thank to the Lord I said even though you are going to be in the medical field it's without the grace of God nothing is going to work so always you know give him and she always says yes and even my son, though he's in the VC, like every time I send him a word and I always keep some word of God when I'm driving or when he's driving in the car with me. And I know one day some word will touch them and, you know, they will also be a blessing to the nation. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'd like to thank and praise the Lord for a wonderful week gone by. All the ups and downs and what a beautiful thing it is to be part of this wonderful Holy Spirit Brisbane prayer group. 
such a lovely grace that God gave me a chance to be part of this group. It's not by might or by power, but by thy spirit, declares the Lord God of hosts. In Zechariah 4, 6. I would like to thank the Lord for his mercy, which is greater than his judgment. And I know that Lord is very merciful to all of us who call upon him. And he answers us. And that's the last part of Psalm 91 that is so touching. When you call upon him, he will answer me. When they are in trouble, I will be with them. With long life, will I satisfy them and show them my salvation. Amen. And I thank and praise you, Lord, that you're such a wonderful God that wherever we call you, uh, and you always answer us. And, and you're the true and the living God. And yet, Lord, we still do not make your image or your likeness. Or we don't go and spread your name to the ends of the earth. Uh, sometimes I feel, Lord, that I should do much more in spreading your name and bringing more people to Jesus. Uh, so many more people can be saved. I can praise you, Lord, that every day you teach me something new and your mercies are renewed every day for me. And this wonderful anointing of the Holy Ghost that is always there. And the Holy Spirit is such a wonderful friend. Uh, I thank and praise you this wonderful walk of life. And I, I, I know when the days when I have, the word is less in me, I can see the amount of distractions that come in when the word is less. And I immediately know that I have not fed my spirit with God's word. How many of you must be, how many of you know this? When you don't feed your spirit uh, with God's word, uh, all the lusts of the flesh and the lust for money and everything which you as a person were in the past will suddenly come in at one shot. One shot. It's not like it. it is coming, you know, it was as if, you know, <laughs> you have been waiting for such a long time and it's just come. And you wonder, is this the same person? You're so prayerful. And yet the Lord, in the midst of that, the Lord allows me to get away from it without moving anywhere close to it. And that's how the devil waits for us. So it's very important that being born again, being part of the Holy Ghost, having the Holy Spirit in our life, we cannot quench the Spirit of God. We have to feed our spirit because the truth is out here. We all know it. That if we stop feeding our spirit, the flesh is not saved. And our soul will require evidence for everything. And the devil is very good at it. He'll say, where is the evidence? Show me. Because faith is believing the unseen and knowing that it's already there with you. And that's only possible when the spirit is you know, fed. So it's so important that we do not miss out on the word of God in our daily lives. I would urge that every one of us meditates and you know, makes it a part of our daily lives. Use scripture in your daily battles just like Jesus, let us not keep our mouth shut. Uh, like in the teaching tonight, we're going to have, um, you can't defeat Goliath with your mouth shut. So if you have your Goliath there and you know that is your Goliath in life, you cannot defeat your Goliath that is there with your mouth shut. You have to open, speak the scripture and, and defeat him. So yeah, thank and praise you, Lord, for teaching me wonderful things. And I'm so blessed to be part of this group. And I also pray for all the ministries we serve, the morning encounters, the Holy Rosary, Brother Savio's powerful reflections, Sister Shanine's powerful uh, praise and worship. I always say for people who want real healings, everyone who wants to be healed, remember spiritually you've got to be healed, then physically it shows up. If you really truly want to be healed, come for the praise and worship, because that's where the great healings actually take place. People think it's the other way, but it, it is all about being part of praise and worship. 
when you empty yourself, God comes in and blesses us mightily. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Amen. Yes, who else would like to testify? Hello, Brother Vivek. This is Rashmi here. Yeah. I would like to praise and thank the Lord for the gift of life. For all the good things that happened in the last week. I was a bit upset yesterday on some issues. And that irritation went on throughout the whole day. Correct what you said now. That the devil is tempting us to do something that is not wanted. What is wrong? I did not want to. But it, the situations were so that I was so disturbed and so distracted. But later on, I just calmed out by saying, Jesus, take all of me and give me all of you. And that's how and today morning I joined freshly for the Divine Mercy and Rosary. Then later on, Sister Shanine gave me lots of strength for whatever happened yesterday. I'm sorry, Jesus. I'm just sorry, Jesus. I shouldn't have reacted. I'm very sorry. Like, praise and thank the Lord for all of you. Continuously pray with me and give me the strength and the courage to go on every day. I will never be distracted by the devil. I will continue the word of God. Thank you, brother. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Uh, Brother Vivek, uh, this is Ernie. I'd like to uh, yeah, praise and give glory to our King of Glory. This, uh, I can't, this is uh, each and every day and night. Um, he, he fills the gap for my and our nicotines, but his, his grace and mercy is everlasting. Every, I always have, uh, have a, a a prayer and have a little conversation with him before I, I start my day. He just gives the, he's, he's at the, I put him on the, at the top. He's, he's like, he's the boss of everything. He's my new, he's above my work. He's above uh, everything. So with, with that, it take, gives me comfort and peace and, and a kind of focus, there's not so much, uh, too much pressure and a kind of like an envy and vanity behind it. And it makes me, and I just follow, I just trust in his, his word, he gives healing to all my body, both physically and mentally. And that's, that's why I, I can't do it myself. It's just too, it's too much. And uh, I go to work, uh, restored, redeemed and ready to you know, face pressures with us, uh, face the pressure, but it does not rebound onto me as much with my, with the Holy Spirit working me in me, and I can hear His voice all the time. It just tells us to like try, try anything. Like I'm on, at work, and I can be traveling. I just, just by, just, just do it. Just. I thank the all my guiding angels and ministering spirits for keeping everyone in the traffic safe um, 
and the angels to just go forth and make just the job a little bit easier, not so uh, difficult and so complicated that some, you know, then things can sort of like escalate. I'd like, for example, I go to a shop here. Uh, I got to park the truck. Uh, there's no parking spot. I just got to park it right in front of the car parks and stuff like that. But somehow um, it didn't turn out uh, bad. There was no sort of congestion. There's no too much people who are trying to get by, trying to look for car spots and stuff like that. It just happened that way. And I just thought, you know, it was like what I see was um, like kind of alarming. But then when I'm the spirit, I just told, I thank my angels before and I go, can you make, keep the uh, this situation at peace so I can let my job flow and get everything, the job done, get all, and everything safe, get all the products on the, uh, uh, transported off the truck into the uh, building safely. And, you know, there's not too much distraction. And that's what it does. And I, every time the job's complete, I always, as I have time, or even just talk to myself, I just say, thank you to my administering, all the administering spirits in the name of Jesus, that they have heard and read my thoughts and my concerns and they done the, uh, they guided me perfectly and controlled the situation. And I just keep constantly keep talking. It just brings uh, my mind, it keeps it out of fear and worry all the time. And um, it's, it's amazing what, what what it does. And that's why I do it because it, 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 for me, it's real. It, I don't do it for nothing. It just it it just changes the situation uh, uh, quite quickly, and I'm amazed and grateful that we have a uh, that we have a, a living God, the King of Glory. You just you just praise Him. I say thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, my I thank you, my guardian angels, for in the name of Jesus for helping me with this situation because. Otherwise, if I was just thinking my thoughts and that, it's going to happen. So it's going to go either way. If you're going to have doubts in that, it's going to manifest into that situation. So I thank the Lord for being my comforter, my, you know, and strengthener and stuff like that. Because without it, I, I won't, I'll be um, just a nervous wreck and just these things will just overtake me and overwhelm me. So I thank the Lord for always in his time, this is like a, they say the king's uh, birthday or something like that. But I think this is the Lord's day for me. This is the, all these public holidays and that. And I thank the Lord for. I think they give uh, they take away the credit from the Lord. This is this is His day, and I just like to uh, take the time just to be thankful for what He's doing in our lives and everywhere um, for people. In our lives, I can pray. Uh, I like to thank the Holy Spirit to sometimes just uh, do little things. I might pray, go to my brother when, or anyone in the family who can, um, I can go and pray with them. And they, after that, they, we get a, uh, it lifts our spirit. We can take things on and sort of like take all the stress away. So I just thank the wonderful works he's doing and and who who whoever is that um, we have in mind that we can pray for, that is the angels and we can send our angels and guardian angels and ministering spirits to go join their angels and do a wonderful work in their life. And you know, and, and sometimes you can 
get a like a, a message back from them like they're feeling better and somehow like uh it, it's amazing so i like to thank god for being the head and center of all our our lives and he will always be and I, there's no order that's just the one order and everything will fall into place and i thank everyone for for learning with you oh it's incredible i'm so blessed we're so blessed and this is why we come to serve our lord and, and give worship and which is gratefully his and we are his we are his sheep in jesus name amen thank you everyone Thank you Jesus, thank you Father, and thank you Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you Lord. Thank you Jesus. Uh, brother, I'm Josephine. Is that time is okay that I could just Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. The testimonies are more important. Yeah, please go ahead. I'm Josephine and this is the first time I'm joining this group. I'm Jane's oh, uh, cousin sister. Yeah. Um to like uh, I came to Australia. I'm in uh, Adelaide. Okay, I came from Dubai to Australia in uh, 2010, and we were door knocking and spreading the Bible because in 2009 we went from the Catholic on to another division, which is a recovery church. And as part of that, we were doing uh, Bible because I was thirsty. We were thirsting for Bible, and uh, you know, in Catholic they won't be teaching much of a Bible, so we didn't find any other thing. So we were doing that. So everything was going fine in Australia. Everything was going good and everything. In uh, last year, um, then sometimes I started finding fault in the church that I was going. Like when you have a very high uh, scriptures and everything, when the people started doing mistakes, I started finding, oh, you know, how come they can do that mistake? How come they can do this mistake? Okay, so this is not a good church. So I disconnected from myself from that church and I didn't go to any church. Okay, it's like an on and off. I was going and everything. And last year in the month of uh, April, um, one of my friend um, betrayed me. It was like a stabbing at the back, which I wasn't expecting. So I went into like an anxiety. I went into the counselors. I went into friends, the families, everything. But there was no peace. And I was not able to forgive and forget that one. So even uh, last Monday, I was telling to many, many, even from the church, many people used to come like six nearly one and a half years i haven't forgotten instead it's just like that fresh okay so last monday i was telling them like i can never forgive and forget but i'm happy to continue the talk okay i can see them i can talk to them but i want to forgive and forget then jane was sending me this uh since the brother johnson is coming to australia she sent me the pamphlet and said oh if you might uh, can you he, she requested me actually but please go and uh go to these meetings. Then I went looked, when I looked into the time schedules, Friday was in Seton, which is 45 minutes far away. I said, oh, I can't go to the Friday, but Saturday and Sunday, it's just close to my place, just five houses away. So Saturday, I went to the meeting there. The first time I went to the meeting, and that is the time I come to know that is a Catholic church. I never knew that there is five doors after me that is a Catholic church. I know there is a church, but I didn't know. The... A message was seen and unseen and the brother was talking about the faith and he was talking about the uh, women who wanted to touch the God's government you know uh, for her bleeding and everything so when the brother was breaking every sentence into words by words and he was making to understand okay on Sunday he called me onto the stage and he said me 
he was asking me the he said bring you your bible i went with my bible and he said uh, read uh, what is this he was asking i said bible what are they he said it's a book i said okay the what is inside here was asking it's god's words i was saying so then he was asking me to read the john 1 in the beginning was the word the word was god and the god was uh, word was god and it became flesh then he was asking me is this flesh of word then there was a little bit of going back and forth and i said finally i realized that it is flesh and it is the god that i'm carrying and he said he wanted to pray for me and uh, he was asking what uh, pain do you have i said it's a stomach i don't know what i have to say i said stomach pain because i have many pains i said stomach pain and after praying he said how do you live from that i said uh, every time i have it so i can't feel it then he called another person and he asked me to hold the another person by me touching the bible and he said you will be a conductor to the other lady other uh, sister he was calling on then i was thinking there and sitting oh lord i'm not able to forgive because while the brother was preaching he was saying bitterness is the worst one that you will be in a prison okay and you could um, by the faith you can uh, pull this uh, sigmund tree and throw into the sea yeah so but you can't be in a prison for a long time then i was thinking oh my god i'm in the solitary prison not even a normal prison because i cannot forgive anybody and that particular person i can never forgive that's what my thing is so how much bitter i am am i worthy for the you know to be there i was keep thinking like that but when he was praying uh, i was thinking how come god is going to heal another person through me as a conductor because i am a sinner i was thinking and uh, the prayer went on and the sister was healed and everything then i told to the brother brother i i didn't have any pain i didn't have the healing but i have the, right now my heart is quite free i am able to forgive you know the you feel a lightness i felt the lightness that time i was able to forgive the person i felt that i was able to forgive and i said i am relieved from that i got a healing it is not like understanding for me it was a healing there at that moment i got it like you know i am able to forgive then he asked me to sit in the front then he said uh, you got a f- f- uh, healing of the forgiveness but it shouldn't be by the feeling it should be by the action of faith he was saying then i said yes it was uh, you know by the faith okay so it is not the healing physical healing i got it i was uh, i was able to come out of the bitterness and i uh, you know that is a very very big thing and my heart has become like like the lady who went to different doctors to you know for the healing i have been to different counselors different friends different churches i have gone to every church in adelaide mostly you know to try out many thing i never knew there is a not catholic we have got the such a group and everything and the way the brother johnson was brought in you know so it shed a lot of light in me and i'm so much relieved and my, right now i'm having quite a peaceful life honestly it is such a healing it is a miracle it is yep i i can't express the happiness that i have currently then later i was telling only the saturday and sunday i will go because the other one is 45 minutes far away but i didn't miss everything i went to all the three days back into uh, seaton where the other meeting was held and enjoyed every word the brother was saying it it was such a miracle and it is a healing for me and praises and thanks to the god thank you lord thank you jesus such a wonderful testimony thank you brother can you. i go next yeah definitely yeah I want to say thank you to our father god for all that he has done doing and will be doing in my lives for the breath of life for my family relatives friends and the holy spirit prayer group and my destiny helpers thank you lord 
a few weeks ago i was down with the flu and then later i was feeling run down totally physically and emotionally anything yeah. unpleasant would make me sad anxious and want to cry and so one thing would lead to another i thank god for those who prayed for me and with me i thank the lord for shanine who prayed with me as i prayed the scriptures of healing in in the i confess boldly i also prayed with faith to the lord that it's the doctors who can treat me but only you lord jesus you can heal me i'm so much better now and today i managed to finally get an appointment and was told that all my medical reports are normal i have faith that i will get over this anxiety with faith and strength from the lord as i claim joshua 19 i'm strong and courageous i'm not afraid i'm not discouraged but the lord my god will be with me wherever i go amen thank you jesus praise you jesus thank you lord thank you thank you thank you jesus thank you lord kiya yeah, brother rasul can we have announcements your testimony yes. yes i just like to thank god for all the beautiful testimonies today it is such a privilege to be part of this group when you hear the works that the lord is doing through all their lives and then even through our lives as well as he's teaching us every single day there's something new that we learn every moment and it is just like light being shed on certain dark parts of our life and you feel like you are being set free liberated even hearing these testimonies there are so many learnings we get there and then when we meditate on them like i'm doing right now just hearing sister josephine's testimony and thinking wow that is such an eye opener and it just you uh, know allows us to throw light to to shed light on our own personal experiences and what we can learn out of it so i just want to thank god for all that he's doing above all just want to thank him for another you know, gift of faith but most importantly his patience that he has with us especially you know in in situations where we ourselves like i can speak for myself i myself in many occasions do not have that kind of patience uh, the amount of mistakes that we keep making every single day so the patience that he has with us and he keeps saying there is now no condemnation every day i hear that in my ear saying there is now no condemnation for those who are in christ and if there is no one condemning you neither do i that's why i put that uh, scripture up there as well for all of us who are thinking oh there is no way back now i've made so big a mistake that god will not take me back so i just want to thank you lord for all those times that you have taken me back for every single occasion of those and even today that i am here in your presence in part of this group and able to testify to open my mouth and speak the fact that there is a voice in it in itself is is a big testimony to your glory so i want to thank you jesus for your love above everything else i thank you that i am your beloved and that's what we reflected on this morning if you have missed that please go and listen to it i want each of us to carry that impression of who we are in his eyes how he sees us well thank you jesus and i'm just going to quickly into the announcements as well a warm welcome to all those who are newcomers joining us for the first time if you are not part of this prayer group or just share a link to our telegram group you can uh, down you can download the telegram app from the app store or your play store and you can then click this link you will be able to join our telegram group so the benefit there is you can post your prayer request there others will pray with you and we also share recordings of all our uh, reflections and teachings that are done during the week every single day so you you will be enriched in your word knowledge hopefully in your prayer life as well that's the ultimate objective that we carry so that each of us are able to pray with each other 
to pray with others out there that need our help that are helpless or that do not know how to pray or we can share the word of god and introduce jesus to them as well so you find that link in your screen there in whether you're on zoom or on youtube click the link join the prayer group and welcome aboard uh, we also run daily reflections and uh, different sessions throughout the day all days of the week so we have morning encounters with the lord that are run at 7 a.m australian eastern standard time seven days a week 365 days a year we also have brother savio's powerful reflections that are shared every single day he shares a prayer starter with it as well so that once you've reflected on that scripture and you'd like to make a prayer on your personal life based on what the lord is teaching you and telling you about your life in relation to the scripture use that prayer starter there and if you find that there is someone in your friend or family circle that you know needs to hear god's message today share these recordings or share you know forward that message to them and let them use it to their benefit in their spiritual life as well we also have the daily rosary and uh, divine mercy sessions that are run on weekdays so monday to friday monday to thursday they run at 7 pm in the evening australian eastern standard time and on fridays it's run at 3 pm in the afternoon because we have this bible study session in the evening from 5 30 pm onwards so that's our flagship session um, the main bible topic of the week that is run so we have praise and worship starting at 5 30 pm uh, we have then that is then followed by confession of scriptures followed by testimony time like we're doing right now and then from approximately generally it starts around 7 30 pm the teaching of the evening today we had more testimonies and I'd like to thank god while apologizing to all of you for the delay as well um, you can also access recordings to all of these sessions on our youtube page as well as our spotify podcast page all links all recordings are available there uh, please subscribe to our youtube page so that you get uh, notifications every time there's a new recording posted on it i praise and thank you jesus thank you brother thank you jesus thank you thank you brother Let's herald Isaiah chapter 55, verse 10 and 11. This is, we herald this at all our sessions. Thank you, page of that. As we come into the Lord's presence, let's cover and seal every word I speak, every, every word that leaves my mouth be spirit-filled and only for His glory and nothing of me, everything of you, Lord. Let your blood be upon everyone who's listening so that they are not distracted. And let your word be the faithful Lord. Faith comes, faith comes, and it comes when we listen to God's word. Listen and listen to God's word. Come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And today as we herald the power of our word, the word of God, let's say, you can repeat after me and be blessed as well. In Isaiah chapter 55, verse 10 and 11. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth, and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. Verse 11. So is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. And I sent it in faith in the name of Jesus. Lord Jesus, I repent for every sin I would committed in the flesh, Lord. 
anything that is not of your will, Lord, I repent from my heart, Lord. Thank and praise you, Lord, and I also forgive every person I've hurt or who has hurt me, Lord. Thank and praise you, Lord Jesus, that you are always with me. And thank you, Lord, for the wonderful people and the wonderful praying family that we are part of. You teach us your word, Lord. Let me also learn a lot today of what you have to teach us today. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, just a question to start with. Can anyone define what is fear? The full form of fear. Okay, let me my question. What is the full form of the word fear? If anyone could define it, to type it up. Thank you, brother. Okay, I was I was actually the acronym fear. What does F stand for? What does E stand for? What does A stand for? What does R stand for? If somebody could write it, if anyone knows. Yeah, so true. So fear actually stands for false evidence appearing real. And this is so true, if you ask me. How many of you agree? False evidence appears real. Okay, in our lives, yes, when we look at it. Now, the biggest question here, and this is maybe an easy one, but we have to answer it also. Does fear come from God? So, how does Satan attempt to frighten us with his lies? But remember one thing, we all get scared because of the lies. And we have a very powerful scripture regarding fear. And we have it in the I Confess Holy. Uh, anyone, what is the scripture? Yes. 2 Timothy 1.7 is your answer to that. So, I'm just trying to get us to understand just like when we fall sick, many times we take a tablet, correct? You'll have a scripture for every situation of your life. And if you understand that fear is coming in 2 Timothy 1.7, God does not give me a spirit of fear and timidity, but a power, love, and a sound mind. So that's how you will, you will speak it and it's written. And that's how you're going to uh, you know, ensure that your fear is not from God. And immediately, faith will start setting. So faith and fear cannot mix. Now I'm asking a question. You say, brother, what kind of question you're asking? Is the devil real?
another question for people who have said yes the more you go closer to god the more you read the word of god the more you are in prayer the more the spiritual attacks is it true yet we stand for god and we don't fall for the lies of the devil because we have to continue our journey because that is false evidence appearing real and our focus should never change but remember one thing why today defeating your enemies we can never defeat our enemy until we know who he is so today we'll understand with in in using scriptures important just opening the mouth is okay i open the mouth but you have to be in the word you have to expect something from god when you speak it out there has to be expectation when you're speaking god's word otherwise there's no question of faith so so the devil is the roots cause of many of our problems in life because we do not realize many of us do not know how he appears and many of our first thing that he comes in uh you know he may come in when we knew about a devil we only thought of a person with horns red with a big tail scary but the devil never comes that way he comes as the angel of light and today what i want to share with you is important because the very people you may be thinking are holy religious prayerful wonderful maybe just actually the very people that the devil is using to destroy you again i say this the very people you think and you believe are the ones who talk only about god and do everything are the ones who may have a plan to destroy you and the devil is right there take me to the take me this is important and i want to show you there are people who deceive us and we will never ever get to know and that's why tonight i would like each and every one of us to pray for the spirit of discernment this is a spiritual gift to know which one is the evil spirit and which is a good spirit speaking because that's a main discerner go to uh, job chapter 1 in acts 1 verse 6 is not part of the teaching again the holy spirit always leads us to something new but tonight we have to understand this because if you don't know the enemy then who are you fighting the very big question <clears throat> okay i want uh, okay read 6 anyone who is reading <clears throat> okay i'll read otherwise so one day the angels came to present themselves before the lord and satan also came with them what do you make out of this anyone who could write it down 
Now the angels came to present themselves before the Lord. It now said, but Satan also, it says, and Satan also came with them. What do you make of this? So my question here is actually, I'll rephrase this. Did the angels know that Satan also was with them? So my question here is, did the angels know that Satan also was with them? Because he also came with them. And then the Lord said to say, where have you come from? Because God recognized him. And he says, from roaming throughout the earth, going back and forth on it. So my question here is, many times you may think that Satan will come like this or like that. But be careful, he can come through your family member. He can come through someone you don't even expect him to come through. And that's why we need to have the spirit of discernment. It's a very powerful gift. And we must pray as believers for that gift. To discern the spirits that are talking to us. Many times you and I would not know what we have to do. Because the thoughts may come which seem to be good. But then they are evil thoughts. Asking us to do the wrong thing. So, so this was important. Now in saying this, Paul is very clear about it. Very, very clear in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. And this is the very eye-opener scripture for anyone who needs to know how to defeat the enemy. Ephesians 6, 12. For our struggles is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. So if you read this scripture, Savio, can you understand that it's not just one thing. There's a very structural organization in Satan's kingdom. Yes. Okay, it's a structure because he obviously he took one third of the angels and God is a God of structure. So he's talking about a struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers. So there are rulers in that spirit wickedness. There's rulers, there's authorities, there are powers and there are spiritual forces. There are four of them and all of them have a theme and it goes down and down. So the question here is, if we don't realize that we are already in a battle then how do we know who we are actually, you know, who is our enemy? Okay. It can be possible that someone may say, hey, don't worry, speak all your secrets to me and I will help you out out of this. And you will go and tell all your secrets to somebody who says, no, you, you trust the person, the person from the church and person is from a prayer. Someone is from there and you tell everything, all your secrets and that person leaks them out to everyone and you feel terribly betrayed. And then you don't know what to do. Then you don't even trust the people who are good in your life. Okay, does it happen? 
So the question here is how the devil uses is us. Many of us are not mature enough to understand this because we do not grow up in spirit. And that's why it's important for us to understand. Now, Satan definitely uses people to wound us. Okay, he can use circumstances of all kinds to tempt and distract us. And we must remember he's actually a true enemy, not the people and the circumstances he uses. Many times, a person who's not in the spirit, a person who's not in the realm would just hurt you. How many people you have seen, they just come out of nowhere and hurt you, you know? And you wonder from why, why? Like, like just before a prayer, just after a church, just after you give your testimony, just after you are standing up for the Lord, just after you're doing something wonderful for God and someone, oh, there's a wonderful prayer meeting coming in and someone will hurt you. It could be a spouse. It could be your children. It could be someone you don't never ever expect would do such a thing. And you wonder why me? And I'm telling you, we have to understand that this is how he operates because that's his operation. He operates in the mind and that's why the battlefield is always in the mind. So makes us feel weak, makes us feel happy, uh, very, you know, totally as if we don't feel alive and active. And that's what the word of God says, word is alive and active. Okay. Now, many times we have to remember to put armor uh, at all times and the weapons are important. So he hurts us through people and unless we are spiritually mature you will not know many times don't we we look at the person as an enemy but not realize the real enemy behind that how many of us know that so we'll go against the person but that person was just operating with what satan was trying to tell them in that moment and after that they forgot what they did but that hurt has come and hurt you badly and you cannot forget how someone could use a filthy language or call you something which you never expected that person to or do something of that sort. So we need to be spiritually mature to remember you're not fighting against flesh and blood. It means you're not fighting a person. It's not the person, but it's the person operating under that influence of the evil one that has said that. And that is what you have to look at. Are we getting this? Or we'll always remain in bondage. He said, no, he said so-and-so thing to me. Or she said so-and-so thing to me. I can never forgive such a person. I will remain always unforgiving. Okay. When in Luke chapter 4, where Jesus was left, led into the wilderness by the Holy Spirit to be tempted by the devil, he remained there for 40 days, during which he fasted and he was... He resisted several lives of the devil. And we know in Matthew chapter 4, verse 4, he starts with them. This is written. Now, we are called to wear our armor and use our weapons at all times. And I told you one thing. There's great power in the name of Jesus. One of my favorite scriptures, and I, when I use this, I see so much of manifestation. Remember, any one of you who remember we used the word Jesus three times. And there was so much of manifestation. Anyone was there for that? When the, when the word of the Lord, when the Holy Spirit says, just use the word Jesus. Just say it three times and see the power growing. And so much of power, I would never be able to tell how great that when the anointing was so powerful. It was just the name Jesus. And there are so many people in that week use the name Jesus and they saw solutions to so many of their problems. You know, we as believers have got that gift to use the name Jesus. 
he has given us that authority to use this. Philippians chapter 2, 9, verse 10, this should be our birthright, our inheritance. And this is what we use at all times. We should be using it, not just waiting. Anytime you cannot pray, cannot speak a word out of your mouth, situations are beyond you, what do you speak? Which word would you speak? Just one word. Those who call upon me, every scripture says that, I will answer them. Anyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. There is power in the name of Jesus. Yes, shall. Yes, take me Philippians chapter 2, verse 9 and 10, please. Therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And you could also verse 11. And every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of of God the Father. Okay. So question here now in this is, has Jesus given us permission to use his name? Or is it very difficult? No, no permission. Only the preacher can use the name Jesus. I want to ask all of you, is this name only for preachers or is it only for the holy people? Only the people who are in the ministry can use the name Jesus. Or is it for everyone? Every believer, every believer has a faith and take that name. Now, when you're saying the name Jesus and praying in his name, it's the same as if he prayed. It's not as I'm praying, it's about he praying. For we are presenting to the Father all that Jesus is. His name represents all he did and all he is. His name represents everything. The Father is reminded of what he did for us. Are we getting this? Yes, thank you for that. And the word there, after Jesus, can you just underline that word? Every. Okay. I just want to share one thing with you. And how many of you would like to do this? This is just an exercise, okay? How many of you would like to do this? This is to be your testimony for next week, though. If you're putting up your hand, I will tell you how to do it. Whoever, just two, three people, I don't want many. Okay. Okay, whatever five people have put their hand up, I'm going to share with you how you pray, okay? Okay, try this and you see for yourself. I've been doing it, so I'm just telling you what I'm doing. Now, whoever said yes, I want you to pray exactly as I tell you. Just take that very scripture. Your word says, Lord, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. Okay? 
Every knee means everyone on this system in heaven, earth, under the earth are under that name. Are we getting this first? Is it clear that they are under that authority? Okay. If you are speaking to the demon, he is waiting for your command. He says, where do I go? With that name, you can go under authority. But you need to know that there's the authority that is given to you as a believer. Now, if there's someone who's, I'm just not here to tell things, but there is someone who's having a drinking problem or a kind of an addiction. I want you to try this on them. If you want to speak to your boss, so he's not doing something for you in your favor, again, you can try this. You can speak to his spirit in the name of Jesus because he is spirit and he is spirit. his spirit has to bow under that authority under the name Jesus. Are we getting this? It's powerful. And when you speak, you say, Lord, in your name, I command his spirit to stop drinking alcohol in your name, Jesus. I command that demon of alcohol to leave in Jesus' mighty name. Now, this is the name. You're just taking the name. You are just going as a believer and doing exactly what the word says. Every knee shall bow. When you use that name of Jesus. People in a strong deliverance ministry take these very scriptures and go into deliverance. Okay, and when you speak these words with that name and that authority, remember when you leave the authority, do not doubt it because when you're speaking his name, it is as if Jesus himself is praying. And the Father in heaven knows that it is that name which represents all that Jesus did and he gave him, God exalted him. Are we getting this? God exalted him to that highest place. Example. You're praying for a person with alcohol issue and his alcoholism. In the name of Jesus, I command the spirit of alcohol to leave ABC over the person. I'm speaking to your spirit right there in the name of Jesus. I command your spirit to stop having any alcohol today. You command it and start commanding at the name of Jesus. You will stop because I have spoken that name, Jesus. I've done this. And I've seen people come back and say this alcohol tastes like urine and they have actually emptied bottles and they don't know why they're doing it. All glory to God. Uh, this is my favorite scripture, by the way, and it's part of the teaching. So that's why I wanted to share this. For the ones who said yes, speak to a person's spirit under the name Jesus and with that authority. Remember when you go, you can't pray. Did I share this in the kingdom of God? There is no please. What is there in the kingdom? What is the language you use when you are in the kingdom? Command. Ten commandments. Command. Jesus commands. He expects you and me to command. You command the angels. You are not called to say please. Please. See, when you are talking to the Lord for his mercy in that relationship is different. But when you're using his name, you can't say, Lord, please, I'm taking your name. He's given you authority. And you can't say, Lord, please, can I use your name? So what kind of a believer are you? I have given you my name as a free gift. Use it wherever you want it. 
but use it as a command in the name of Jesus. Operate in that, knowing that what you have spoken will come to pass. Are we getting this? There is no two ways about you when you're using that name because the knee has to bow. Try this. And I tell you, you can command any person because all the people are spirit. How many of you know that we are spirit? So when you're commanding somebody spirit in the name of Jesus, that spirit has to bow to what you are speaking. People under drugs, pornography, alcohol, any kind of problems, any person who's not listening to you, your boss, you can even try it if you're not getting a promotion. Speak to the spirit of that boss. A client who's not signing a contract, speak to the client using the name Jesus. They also don't know why they're signing. But they'll sign because you have commanded the spirit to do something in the name of Jesus. Are we getting this? Okay, this is not from the teaching, but this is how I operate when I make that prayer. And, and I, I really love that scripture because the name Jesus is not, it's like, Many of us don't realize how powerful it is. And that's why we just take it for granted. But when you're going in that name, please do not go as a please, 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 Lord Jesus. You're not going now, Lord Jesus. You're taking his name. You're taking his name. You cannot go. You've got to go as a warrior when you take that name. Amen. So remember one thing, but whenever you're taking your name of Jesus, also remember you have to be equipped in God's word. Okay, do not rely. Also the ones who said yes, there is also other side of it. You have to be equipped in God's word. Because otherwise, if you go with the name, without the name Jesus, but you know, you will get beaten up by the devils. Because they say, all I know Jesus, I know, who are you? And they beat up. So, you know, those, it's so important that we realize the power in the name Jesus, okay? So, please use this and come back with your testimony. He left his name, his blood, and his word. The word of God, if used properly, is vital for our victory in life. We can sing the word, we can speak the word, we can preach the word, we can teach the word. But remember, the most important is having the word leave our mouth. Okay, we cannot, you know, we cannot just keep that word within us and not allow it to leave our minds. Okay, now, <clears throat> 2 Corinthians 10, 4, again, a very powerful scripture, 4 and 5. And we quickly will go through this because this is a powerful thing with defeating your enemies. And Brother Russell has taught a lot on Ephesians 6, but I'll just quickly... Just take one one line each, and Mr. Shanin has done a morning encounter on that. So the, these teachings are all there. I just want to understand and allow us to start using things. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. Praise God. And also verse 5 is so important actually. You can take that one as well. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets, itself, that sets itself up 
against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. So you take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Remember every thought that comes at you. Cut it at that name because what happens if you allow the thought to be in what will happen? Savio, if the thought is not cut down at the time it comes in, what will happen? And if you're not making it obedient to Christ, means what, what is happening? It's building up in us and it's, we are meditating on those negative thoughts. And it will come out from where? From our mouth. Exactly. Out of the abundance of our heart, the mouth speaks. Proverbs 4.23. And it all comes from thoughts. So if you are not aligning thoughts to God's word, then you are not really a believer. Are we getting this? Yes. This is critical because if the thought is coming in, everyone will get a thought. You say, no, brother, but I don't need to get thoughts. Thoughts will come. But you need to know what is from God. But if you don't have God's word in you, how do you know what is God's? What is from God? Amen. Okay, so Ephesians 6 is a natural armor that we have. First, we are given the belt of truth. We know which is the word of God. We are told to tighten our belt in the battle. Then we have the breastplate of righteousness to wear at all times as our hearts are covered with knowledge that we have been have a right standing with God. Satan cannot condemn us and make us feel worthless and insecure. The breastplate protects us. The main thing he makes us feel is worthless and insecure. Do you agree? Yes. How many of us agree this? How many of you agree? You feel worthless at times and you feel so insecure. Is anyone there in my life? You sometimes feel that God doesn't exist. Okay, so that happens when there's no place of righteousness. That is important. Uh, he has given us shoes of peace to wear. It simply means walking in peace, remaining in peace, no matter what kind of battle you're raging. He may want you to get frustrated. So frustration is another tool he uses. Get frustrated, you know, and you feel like giving up, but then we refuse to get upset, then the plan is no power because he has put a plan in place. Fourthly, we have the shield of faith. We are asked to lift our faith up. I'm a child of God and I trust in him. I know I quench every fiery dart you know, of the enemy with his word. So that's how we use it. The helmet of salvation to protect us and from all kinds of sin and its effects upon us, especially the thoughts that come hitting us. This is where the scripture is verse 5, totally 2 Corinthians 10, 5. And obviously, this word of the spirit, which God word, which you use to fight back. All the others are defensive. This is offensive. You go by it back, fighting back. Now, the more important one is tonight, I pray for the gift of discernment. It's one of the most beautiful gifts. Because in, in the gift of discernment, many people do not realize that this gift is the critical one as a believer. How do you know who is from God? Question. In Acts chapter 15, verse 15, the slave girl was actually saying that these are the people of Most High God. You have to worship, follow them. And she was actually, actually not against them, following them. But it's 
Paul who realized that this is a spirit and he said in the name of Jesus, he commanded that spirit out. So my question here is, if the devil is not saying that I'm a devil, but he's saying, yes, God, these are people of God, follow them. How do you know which is the person from God? If you don't have this, the, the gift of discernment, you would not know which, which person to trust. Because you'll be at a crossroad in life and four people are speaking and four are speaking four different things. Then how do you know which one is the correct answer? Which one is from God? Amen. So, Heavenly Father, thank and praise you. It's again, not from our teaching, but it's just the impromptu prayer. Father, we praise and thank you, Lord. We know in the name of Jesus, you, your word says, ask and you shall receive, seek and you shall find, knock and the door shall be opened. Matthew 7, 7, Lord, I mean, we pray in the name of Jesus. Your word also says in John 14, ask in the name of Jesus anything and it shall be done unto you. Tonight we ask for the gift of discernment, Lord. This is a spiritual gift, but Lord, we know as believers, many times we fall prey and to the tactics and to the snares of the devil. And tonight, Lord, I pray that we all receive this gift of discernment so that we are able to test the spirits who is talking to us. It's easy when we get this in our thoughts where we can question the thought and in 1 John 4 and say, do you acknowledge Jesus Christ in the flesh? And if the spirit says no, you know this is the Antichrist. The same way we have to test our friend. It could be a friend coming, Satan coming through a friend. And we do not know whether this is from God or from the evil one or if it's from the flesh. But it's only your spirit of discernment, Lord, that very gift of discernment, which will bless us. So, Father, we release that. We ask you to release that gift into our lives as believers tonight. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray and believe that we have all received this gift of discernment, Lord. And you will help us throughout our whole life with this gift, Lord to discern and test the spirits that are speaking to us. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. So with this gift of discernment, you'll be able now to you'll be able to discern which spirit is speaking to you. Remember, it's important. Now, one thing very clear is you can't fight or defeat Goliath with your mouth shut. You can start this by saying this. We know 1 Samuel chapter 17 was 32 to 48, the entire, you know, the story of Samuel. But I just want to go back to what David, how Goliath laughed at David. Take me to 1 Samuel 17. I want us to speak to Goliaths of our life. Poverty, Goliath. Insecurity, Goliath. Okay. Anger, Goliath. Frustration, fear, any kind of Goliath of your life where you feel this is beyond me, okay? You have the power. Now, do all of us believe all the 34 are here or on also on YouTube and the people who watch the recording, do you believe you have the authority? Is this authority given only to people or it is given to everyone? How many of you say yes? Otherwise, when I'm preaching all this, it would mean nothing. Because you will never apply it. 
and that is the devil's answered prayer because he knows we have never used it and that's how he gets in and makes us more frustrated so the point here is if you apply this i sh- share with you for the ones who want to pray this try it out and you see you will see people who have had alcohol for so many years never touch the bottle again because there's power in that name jesus you would see the people who have see you could use that for healing in the name of jesus i shared this script this testimony with you for all for the glory of god there was a lady who was her son dying and i only told the mother use the name jesus she said i don't know what prayer to say i said just say jesus jesus keep on saying it only speak the word jesus the doctor gave one hour to die because he had all kinds of complications and this lady continued speaking only the name jesus and i spoke to her in the night that very morning in the night i said what happened she saying doctors are confused they are not even understanding how he still alive so i said don't stop keep on doing and i would again share this the next day again he was alive continuously alive and the mother had to take a break and so she called her daughter and said there and she said call this brother he told me to speak the name jesus so i told this this sister actually uh i spoke to her actually i had got to work that day the next day and i again spoke i said do you have faith she said of course i have faith what do you mean i said yes okay so i said you speak the name jesus you have to speak the name jesus continuously that's the faith she said but my brother is going to die why to speak i said is that faith she saying i know i have very powerful faith so my question here is when you have that simple faith of a child and speak the name jesus it has power in the realm of the spirit because everyone is scared every demon is scared because you're using authority now you have know that the authority is with you when the knowledge see you can't grow beyond your knowledge are we getting that your faith cannot grow beyond your knowledge if you know tonight that you have the authority to use the name jesus and speak to any spirit in the name and they will bow to you then you have got the knowledge why because the word said it it's not because brother vivek said it absolutely luke 10:19 says the authority yes that's the authority he has given us but you can use that authority which god has given us to speak and see results and command results now if you look at 1 samuel 17 okay for those yes brother i think you know you really raised that luke 10 19 holy spirit wants me to take us there and then we we'll go to 1 samuel okay quickly we'll do that now it's not a question of brother vivek saying it it is you applying it are we getting this amen if you understand what i'm saying you apply it you see the glory because god has given us the authority the devil says no but i don't think you have the authority look at your state and then he operates in condemnation always condemns you look you have not read the bible today where is where's your authority are we getting it? so god doesn't look at one day you never read the bible 
morning you never said the prayer oh i never attended morning encounter oh no encounter today today there'll be a oh you'll see a bad day and then you also feel yes today is going to be a bad day and he says come on speak it out speak it out and we speak it out saying oh today i'm going to have a bad day not realizing that i was trapped in my thoughts by the devil are we getting this that's why 2 corinthians 10 verse 5 is very clear you have to hold captive every thought that comes into you because this is god's precious you are god's precious the moment you accepted jesus christ as lord and savior you became his precious child and this is a rebirth and when you are there you can't now say i'm allowing every thought to come in no that is the lie of the devil the moment you allow it means that thought is going to be part of your mouth and that's going to be part of your vocabulary okay can you read verse 19 this is the authority and i had to take this as well you have got the authority okay i have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy nothing will harm you okay my question now okay thank you thank you brother for this we how many of us know we have the authority before we move from this this is again not part of the teaching but yeah all of us amen if you are definitely knowledge the authority do not allow the lies of the devil to come in i said try my prayer which i gave you a simple prayer from your heart speak to any spirit anyone is a spirit speak in the name of jesus and see how they bow this is real i'm not i'm telling from actually this is actually what happens because that's the power in that name amen but remember be careful you have to be ingrained in god's word okay that is all we need because then only you have the authority let's go to 1 samuel 17 and let's relate this back to our life go go down actually so take me to the point okay 45 okay come to 41 okay so question here is from verse 41 if let's pay attention to this because this could be our real life actually okay look 41 and let's go to 44 please listen to brother savio as he reads it okay so it's from me as well 41 to 44 read it slowly meanwhile the philistine with his shield bearer in front of him kept coming closer to david he looked david over and saw that he was little more than a boy glowing with health and handsome and he despised him he said to david am i a dog that you come at me with sticks and the philistine cursed david by his gods come here he said and i'll give your flesh to the birds and the wild animals okay how many of you can relate this to your goliath 
Now, Goliath can use people to speak accusations against you, to speak pain in your life, to keep trouble. There are some people who keep on taunting, you know, treating you like doormats. Every day you feel so much pressured when you're in their presence, like feel toxic, okay, as the way you put it. And you don't know what to do because they are laughing at you. Where is your God? All day you pray and there's no God. Sometimes it can be even from our own family. Okay. And truly, sometimes we wonder, why is this? So the enemy, remember at all times, your enemy is not the person, but the person is under the influence of the evil one. When we do not, question again, I tell you, when we do not allow to Corinthians 10, 5, the thought has come. And we do not say, I rebuke this thought in the name of Jesus. Leave. Immediately it will leave because you have a power in that name, Jesus. Some people say, no, no, you can't take the name Jesus. No, you have to take the name Jesus to apply it. You don't take the name of the Lord in vain. but You have to apply it in your daily life. Others, how does it work? So if that thought comes in that the person hurts you, you have to realize that that person was under the influence. Now, the Philistine is cursing David by his gods. And many people in our life would curse us by our gods and say, what has your God done for you? Look at other people. They're doing so well in life. They've got better jobs, better money, better power, better position, better prosperity. What do you have? Do we get this? So, you know, you would feel small, insecure. At times you may feel like giving up also. What did David do? What was his result? And that is what matters in our prayer life too. From verse 45 onwards till verse 47. This should be our prayer. When a Philistine comes against you in your daily life. Now listen to Brother Savio again. First he is cursing David and saying, Are you, am I a dog that you're coming to fight with me? It sticks. And he curses David and his gods. But instead of cowing down, many times people who curse us, say negative things to us and share we come under the eye authority and influence and become so small and we feel so sad and we feel miserable. How many of you relate? It could be a boss. It could be someone who is in your life who keeps on telling you things and you've got to be under their authority. But not anymore. If you know it's not from God, this should be your answer. 45 to 47. David said to the Philistine, You come against me with sword and spear and javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day the Lord will deliver you into my hands, and I'll strike you down and cut off your head. This very day, I will give the carcasses of the Philistine army to the birds and the wild animals. And the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. All those gathered here will know that it is not by sword or spirit or spear that the Lord saves. But for the battle is the Lord's. And he will give all of you into our hands. 
Now, can you make this is actually a kind of a prayer? Can you make this prayer against a Goliath of your life, Savio? Can we do this in our daily lives? Yes. Imagine how powerful this is if you can turn this around and herald. You remember we are heralding. Yes. Isaiah fifty-four was ten and five. If you say this day, I prophesy, or this day I herald, and I know my confession of faith will come to pass. This day will bring blessing. This day that command your one brother as he keeps on teaching us. So this is how he commanded and he spoke and he told exactly what he'll do. The biggest question here is just from that learning actually. Saul gives his weapons and his clothes and everything to David. True. Yes. But does David take that armor? He says, "Oh, you have to wear this because the Philistine will have you have to have this." Now, my question is: Goliath comes toward David. David ran towards the battle line, and he did defeat Goliath just as he declared how he would defeat. He had already said how he's going to do it, and he did it exactly the same way. Now the question here is: When someone gives you a, the ammunition, now especially how Saul gave the ammunition, and he said, "No, you have to wear this. You have to wear this particular garment. And when you're fighting, you have to carry with swords. You have to fight a Philistine." Now the Holy Spirit, His ways are not our ways. He would give you, you know, brother, brother Savi. You know, when we used to do uh, sessions earlier, and the Lord used to tell us. Many times, a wrong road leads to a right destination. Okay. Earlier, when I used to come to Australia the first time, and I came in, and, and these are examples of when we used to preach earlier. Yes. We used to go to wrong roads, take the wrong exit, and I used to say, you know, I've lost the GPS sign. And how many of you would say this? You know, wherever you are driving, you miss the lane completely, out of place, but you reach the destination on time, and you don't know how it happened. So sometimes. A wrong road leads to your destination, and you don't realize. And then when you wonder, you say, "Lord, all glory to God." It is like that in life. God's ways are not our ways. Many of us, by the standards of the earth, we are told to do things the way we are supposed to do, but it doesn't happen that way in God's. So you may be frustrated and waiting upon it. Remember, God has something very powerful in store for you. And you're going to get something which even the people would look and say, "How did this man get or this lady get?" Okay. Now, in the same version, now see again. As I said, one Samuel seventeen is a very powerful chapter. Okay. If you have a Goliath in your life, it could be anyone, any situation. I would recommend to read and meditate on one Samuel seventeen as homework because I can't take this whole scripture. Because it's so powerful. Once you realize David, and you put yourself in the place of David, one of the most beautiful things about studying the Word of God, you know, the Bible. When you read the Bible, it's the other way. The Bible starts reading you, and you realize how much you are in the Word and how powerful. It's like a, it's like a temp thermometer tests you and sees how much you know of the Word, how much you if you agree with me. When you are in the Word, you become a character of that Bible. You become David straight away. And the Philistine becomes real, and now you're fighting. Remember, in this one battle, actually, the background of this battle was the Philistines said they didn't fight an equal battle. Do you know that? They said their most powerful was Goliath. They said if Goliath defeats one of you, the whole army of Israel 
will come under the Philistines. That was an unfair thing. And that's where David goes and says, tonight I have the Lord with me. He is with me. I go in his name. And this is important because when you go in the name of the Lord, you will always see victory in your life. Always, always, always. So if someone wants to really study this, your powerful, your prayer life will change if you go to 1 Samuel 17. Another good chapter to study is 2 Chronicles 20 about fear. If you're on any fear, okay, take me to 2 Chronicles chapter 20 and we'll just try to understand with Jehoshaphat, when the armies come against you, how fear can actually speak a language. Do you, do you agree that fear can speak? Yes. Okay, so 2 Chronicles chapter 20. So, verse 2 itself, okay? Read verse 2. Some people came and told Josephat, a vast army is coming against you from Edom, from the other side of the Dead Sea. It is already in Hazaron, Tamar, that is in Gedi. Okay, verse 1 actually, if you can go, the Moabites, Ammonites. After this, the Moabites and Ammonites, with some of the Muonites, came to wage war against Josephat. Now, does this situation actually come in life? Yes. Now, someone said, brother, but that is the war time. This is real. My question is, how true it is? You do not know from where these kind of things come in. If you go unarmed and you don't have Jesus with you, you are fighting a losing battle. Do not think that the devil is on our side. He acts as a friend. But he is a betrayer. He's come to steal, kill and destroy. The moment he gets you in, he will steal you. He will kill you of your... So tonight, sometimes you wonder, people use abusive language from their mouth. Okay, you and I were doing it. I'm just asking all of you as believers. How do you see that? If someone giving bad words out of the mouth as natural, dirty, filthy, lustful, bad words, continuously and not feeling anything about it. They feel it's so normal to do it. Doesn't it pain you when you listen to it? Sometimes you don't like to be in that presence of that person. You just want to move out of that person. Or someone passing dirty jokes and enjoying it. Earlier we used to laugh and be part of it. That is the kill in the devil's kill. He doesn't kill you physically. He kills you of your conscience. Those people don't know. It's like, what is wrong in that? That's like normal. What is normal? It's normal. It's normal. This is how a party should be. It should be talking filthy, dirty language, speaking only of making fun of people and enjoying it that way. And making fun to such an extent that someone feels terrible, tarnished and feels worthless. And that's how everybody enjoys. And you feel this is not from God. Your spirit does not want to be there. You just want to leave that place immediately. Are we getting this? So that's the kill of your conscience. People do things as if it's normal because they don't have God's word in them. They are not accepted Christ. The Christ in them is speaking 
but he said, hey, be quiet. Let me enjoy the world standard. Are we getting? So this is what happens when a battle suddenly comes in. And, and if you look at verse 15 in that, again, we, let, we read just now from the book of Samuel 1, Samuel 17. It was again, verse 15, if you go up. He said, listen, King Jehoshaphat, and all who live in Judah and Jerusalem. This is what the Lord says to you. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army. For the battle is not yours, but God's. Okay, so that was the instruction that God will give you in your life. But verse 21 is the one that really touches what does he do? After consulting the people, Josephat appointed men to sing to the Lord and to praise him for the splendor of his holiness as they went out at the head of the army, saying, Give thanks to the Lord, for his love endures forever. Now, my question is, what happens when you actually praise the Lord? Anyone else? So, like, only one person praises the Lord. Or just, oh, praise the Lord, Lord. Only. What happens? This is your most important topic that you're going to learn tonight this is this is it if you get this you're living powerful the devil would start fearing because you have got the truth in you now when you start praising him for his splendor the glory the honor you just disconnect from the problem and connect with God and say, Lord, I just praise you. I glorify you. I give you glory. You the honor. You the worship. You the praise. You are everything. Everything, Lord. Everything belongs to you, Lord. This is your battle. This is yours. I am yours. I surrender everything to you, Lord. I thank you and praise you. I praise you. I praise you. I praise you. You are giving God the authority to act on your behalf. Actually, what really happens is, like David, many of us, as I said, we have 90,000 negative thoughts that go in. If you do not start speaking God's word, you will not have anything because we'll also learn going ahead about self-talk. Do we know that we all have self-talk in us? Self-talk means we talk to ourselves. We are talking to ourselves continuously, mentally, not physically. And oh, yeah, yeah, I'm talking to myself. No, continuously. Oh, what will I do? How will this happen? When will it happen? What if it doesn't happen? What, what if the boss comes in and says, oh, this is not proper? What if I, I lose something? Oh, what will happen? All the fear and the self-talk creates all that. But the point is, if you don't, as we learn this exercise, you can only, can you destroy a thought with a thought? No. How can you destroy a thought? By speaking the word of God. 
Exactly. So you have to speak over the thought and then only the thought can dissolve. Others, you are wasting your time. Because the moment you try for yourself, I mean, all this is to be tried out. You try praying in your mind and the devil is trying to put his thought and you start praying. Will you get distracted? Yes. Suddenly you don't realize from where you started and where you are. And then you suddenly come back and say, oh, and again. For someone who does not get sleep in the night, I would suggest praying in tongues. Open your mouth and pray and you'll sleep in such a way that you wonder why, how do I get up? Amen. So why, why this happens is because you disconnect from the problem and you connect to God. Just open your mouth and start speaking in tongues. When we have the gift, why not operate in the gift? When you are in a trouble and you can't even pray, pray in tongues. Can pray silent tongues. Use the gift that we have. Why keep it only for the morning encounter or keep it only for a certain? Is the Lord saying, oh, tongues is only in the morning encounter. After that, you have to keep it inside. Is that how it is? Prayer is a communion. Prayer is a relationship. Jesus, look, I'm going through a situation right now at my workplace. You know the bosses are doing such a thing. And you know, Lord, that this that is happening is not right. But Lord, I forgive them and I love them. And tonight, Lord, I speak in your name. Lord. I surrender the situation to you. And I give you praise. I give you honor. And I love you, Lord. Lord, let this not come between our relationship. Because I love you more than anything. You're more than the job. You're more than anything in my life. You're more than everything. Because when I have you, I have everything. I love you, Jesus. Now, the point is, when you talk and then you see Jesus talking to you back through the Spirit, Holy Spirit speaks back to you and says, yes. And Jesus becomes more real than those situations that you're going through. And whether it changes or not is not important. But it's important that you had a relationship and you shared that relationship and you shared that situation with the Lord. Prayer is when we speak to God and make our petitions and requests and everything known to him. And then you listen to that voice back again. If I was talking to Brother Savio and I was the only one talking, would that be communication question? How many of us agree to this? If I'm talking to Brother Savio and only I'm talking, even if you open them, brother, Vivek, uh, no, you know, you know what? I need to tell you this. Okay, I have to tell you all. And, and he's saying, no, brother, I have to. No, no. Just try to understand, is that our prayer pattern? Maybe the Lord is trying to tell us something and we have to understand in the stillness is God. So when I'm having a relationship with someone, I fall in love with somebody through. I say, I love you. Now you expect the other person also to get back, correct? Yes. Otherwise, how do you know the other person loves you? Now, if Jesus, you know, Jesus is real. He's not like a figment of imagination. You know, he's real. 
and his spirit is real. So when you are in communication, let our prayer life be a life of communication where I pray and speak to the Lord. And then I keep quiet because that's not communication if I'm not kept quiet and listen to what he is telling me because he's going to give us scripture. See how the Lord talks to you. Suddenly you open the Bible. How many of you open a Bible and the verse is speaking to you? Are you saying, Are you, this is exactly what I needed. I just opened the Bible. I know you even waited for a verse, just opened and exactly that scripture speaks to me and it hits you in the heart straight away and says, wow. So the Lord speaks through scripture. The Lord will speak to someone coming to you and saying, hey, it tells you a word or gives you the answer that you're looking for. He would come to a destiny helper in your life. Or he would just silently talk to you when you are quiet and you can just realize, I love you, I'm with you. And you are in that presence of the Lord. And you can listen to his voice clearly. And the third part of our prayer should be both are quiet. The Lord doesn't speak and you don't speak. You're just enjoying being in the presence of the Lord. Does that make sense? Yes. It is this beautiful encounter that will help us in our daily journey. Others, what sense do we make out of this world which has got only negativity and there's nothing more to learn? And another thing that we have to remember, remember, the silence is very difficult. It's very, try to be silent for 10 minutes. Just be silent. You some people can go nuts. They just would burst out. How many of you agree with me? You can't be silent. You feel, you feel so, you know, there's something very heavy in you, but you want to talk. So you've got to practice all this. But in the stillness only is God. Be still and know that I am God. And that's what we have got to do. So bring our, all our talks to the Lord. Just bring it to the Lord. You know that beautiful hymn, take it to the Lord in prayer. Anytime you go through something, take it to the Lord in prayer. But just don't be need-based. So, you know, one thing is being need-based. Lord, I have a situation. Lord, I lost something. Please find it for me. Ah, if I found it, wow, thank you, Lord, you found it for me. And then you wait for something else to be lost. And then you meet the Lord. Should that be our prayer? If God is only for the lost things, God is only when, when there's a need required. But is that a relationship? It's like me going to a doctor and meeting him when I have a problem. And he solves my problem and I don't meet the doctor till the next time. Is God just a doctor? Or well, he's um, more than that. He's, he comes first. He's part of everything, every decision I make. Everything I go through would be him first, everyone next. So you come first, Lord. Everything falls in place after that. I invite you into every area of my life starting from my relationship, starting in my marriage, starting in my children, starting at the workplace, starting at those fears and negativities and all those, Lord, I lift it up to you. Give everything to him. You know, there's a beautiful hymn, give them all to Jesus. Sabio? Are you tired of chasing pretty yes, rainbows? Pretty rainbows, yes. You know? So, I, and that's uh, beautiful. Yeah. Okay, and it says... Ah, Give them all, give them all to Jesus. Shattered dreams, wounded hearts. You know, the dreams that you all had and they're shattered. Wounded hearts, broken talks, right. everything broken. Yes. 
give them all to Jesus. So you go give them all to him. So this, we are talking tonight of a relationship. We're not talking about just going to Jesus when we need something. Is that the kind of believers that we want to be? Is Jesus only Jesus when I need something? Lord, you know, this is what's happening. In the stillness, you don't ask God for anything. You just want to be in his presence. You just want him. That's it. Let's practice this because let us not just be, you know, only Jesus. There are so many people and I don't say no, even I was part of it. Many people on our prayer group as well. Some people who had never had jobs, we prayed for them and they got jobs. Then they become busy and they don't come back at all. Some people even leave and go because their prayers got answered. But remember one thing, it's this beautiful family that we are part of. Where someone feels your pain. You can post anything, even if you have a headache or something, someone will stand by you and pray for you. Because sometimes it's difficult when you are in the Lord to explain to your own spouse that what it means to pray in tongues. How beautiful it is to have the Holy Spirit. How beautiful it is to say, thank you, Jesus, for everything. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for everything. Thank you for the breath of life. People would not understand this. And that's why it's important to have a praying partner in this prayer. I'm so happy that there are people who stand up to be praying partners here on the prayer group. Have your own praying partner. Find out someone in the prayer group who could pray with you, who you could talk to. And, you know, pray simple prayers of Matthew 18, 19. I'll tell you, the Lord looks for very simple prayers. And, and that's that's how things get answered. Because that's that's God's word. If he has said it, he does it. So tonight, that is what, remember one thing. And whenever you are praying, remember one thing. If you're going through a situation, just put it up on your mirror. The battle belongs to the Lord. It is his, not mine. Are we going to do that? And so if you do that, then obviously we'll have that wonderful it's, it's just so beautiful to have that wonderful relationship. I think it's, it's all about a relationship. I think we need to have this beautiful relationship with the Lord. Start talking to him. Okay, this week, I want you to start talking to Jesus as Jesus. Now, I know the Holy Spirit, you say Holy Spirit, but you know the main role of the Holy Spirit is to make Jesus known in our life. The main role of the Holy Spirit is to tell you, okay, to pray for other people with similar issues in your life. Stop praying for yourself. Pray for others with similar problems. And start talking to Jesus as a person. As if he was physically in front of you. And talk to him of your worries, your concerns, your shattered dreams, your broken, all the betrayals and everything you've gone through. And say, Lord, this is what it is. But I choose to forgive, Lord, because you forgave me. Use 1 Peter 3.9. I'll tell you it's beautiful. And operate in love that way. Say, Lord, I forgive ABC. Whoever the person is, in Jesus' name. I love this person in your name. Keep on saying I love. Because you break those chains that are holding you back. The chains of bitterness are broken completely. And, and that's how love will only evolve. Amen. So tonight, as we pray, I'm praying for a prayer for our relationship with God. Because I believe tonight we should 
We will all work on relationship. And for your homework, 2 Chronicles chapter 20, 1 Samuel chapter 17. If you really want to go deeper into your own understanding, remember the Lord, the same scripture would be, the Lord will reveal it to you in something very different. If you get a new revelation when you do this homework, please share it on the telegram so that, you know, what did the Lord bring and make alive to you? I would tell you all 20 of us, if 20 of us read 2 Chronicles 20 or 1 Samuel 17, all 20 will have 20 different revelations. True? And if that happens, imagine how, you know, the Lord can be relate to us with scripture. Let's close in prayer. Thank you, Lord. Some you can repeat after me. Everlasting Father. Everlasting Father. Thank you for the blessings and mercies you bestowed upon me. Thank you for the blessings and mercies you have bestowed upon me. Thank you for your protection and guidance. Thank you for your protection and guidance. And as we start a new month in October, this October. And as we start a new month this October. I pray that you, Lord. I pray that you, Lord. Will assist me. Will assist me. In focusing my thoughts on you. In focusing my thoughts on you. And remaining in you. And remaining in you. Guide me in letting go of any distractions. Guide me in letting go of any distractions. That may be interfering with my connection with you. That may be interfering in my connection with you. Teach me to love you and guide me in focusing my attention on you. Teach me to love you and to guide me in focusing my attention on you. Cleanse me of my sins and assist me in letting go of anything that does not reflect well on your holy name. Cleanse me of my sin in and, 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 assist assist, and assist me. In letting go, in letting go of anything, of anything that does not reflect well on your holy name, that does not reflect well on your holy name. Help me in living a Christ-centered life. Help me in living a Christ-centered life. Allow your Holy Spirit to lead me in whatever I do. Allow your Holy Spirit to lead me in whatever I do. Let your Holy Spirit serve as a constant reminder to always put you first, no matter what. Let your Holy Spirit serve as a constant reminder to always put you first, no matter what. Help me to study your word more thoroughly. Help me to study your word more thoroughly. And to gain the wisdom and understanding. And to gain the wisdom and understanding. Necessary. Necessary. To apply it in my life. To apply it in my life. When things don't go as planned. When things don't go as planned. Please remind me. Please remind me. That your plan for me is better. That your plan for me is better. Than what I believe I desire. Than what I believe I desire. 
as each day passes. As each day passes. Please strengthen my faith in you. Please strengthen my faith in you. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. And God's people said, Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. If you love this and see a homework, 1 Samuel 17 to Corinthians 20, a relationship with Jesus. You're going to talk to him this week. Okay? You're going to talk to him. Thank you very much. God bless you. And uh, please join us for the morning encounters and the rosary. And please share this teaching with everyone. Save someone's life. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother Vic.